and our calls. Uh, 4.34 now, let's talk wellness. We speak of the sense of self and your romantic relationships. Love is a wonderful thing. <laughs> I think it's debatable. We say Mcholo shows us flames, but okay. Love is a wonderful thing. Uh, this is especially true when you somebody you, makes you feel seen, heard, and valued. As the dust settles on the honeymoon phase, you find yourself being more accommodating uh, their preferences over yours, like adopting some of their hobbies. While this is a natural part of any relationship, it's important not to lose sight of who you are in a relationship because it can make the experience more fulfilling for both people involved. It's also good for your mental health and spiritual well-being. Uh, I guess this is from our relationship expert in terms of our introduction. Leah Sefo joins us now to tell us more. Leah, thank you so much for joining us and a happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, Asanda. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very, very good. Everyone is crying about dating being so difficult, but we're saying love is a wonderful thing. How do we get back to that mentality of love is a wonderful thing by making sure that we don't lose ourselves in a relationship? Where does it start? It starts in the very, very beginning when you really compromise yourself to make it with the person that you're dating because everybody wants to put their best foot forward. They all want to put the best version of themselves forward and they want to be a person that the other person is attracted to. So, you know, if they like something that the other person doesn't, they're going to, you know, hide that. If they speak in a way that the other person doesn't like, they're going to change that. If they dress in a way that the other person has a judgment about, they're going to change that. Because if you really like this person and you want the relationship, you think in the beginning, it's not that big a deal. I can I can wear different clothes. I can speak in a different way. But it's, it starts very early on compromising what's true for you about your, yourself for the other person. Um, and, you know, it, it's very hard to keep that whole best, forward act going months into a relationship and suddenly months down the line you realize that you just compromised too much and now you're struggling to remember who you are to find your way back to yourself and um and it's not being overly agreeable in the beginning of a relationship and just telling the other person everything that they want to hear um, because then they're not getting to know the true you you're just putting forward a part of yourself that's maybe not completely true well, I guess maybe, I don't know if it's a societal thing, because when we get married, as women especially, we take on the surname of the man. So naturally, mentally, you will think that your life needs to revolve around him, even if it doesn't. But in, in a subconscious level, mentally, you think, my life is now his life. I need to merge myself into his uh, way of doing things. Even my friends need to be people that he's comfortable with. And we see it, I guess, as far as uh, dating is concerned, even before it gets to marriage, where your friend hardly spends much time with you when they mm -hmm. are with, uh, you know, their male partner or they've found a male partner. They, the time together now gets cut. So does it go maybe as far as that, our societal beliefs and gender uh, roles and, and, and all of that uh, going into, I guess, the deeper part of things? It absolutely does, and I think it's also very dependent on the culture that you come from. And I know that there's a big movement of a lot of women nowadays who are not wanting to change their name when they get married, because it's exactly that. It's like I'm marrying into, you know, it was always taking on the male's tribe, which is what the name change is about. And then you are being absorbed into his way, his family, his, you know, his life. And, and where does your identity begin and end with that? So it's 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 
definitely to do with where the power in the relationship lies, the perceived power in the relationship lies. And how much, uh, if we're talking about a traditional heterosexual relationship, how much power is the woman willing to give up in order to have that relationship, in order to get that ring on the finger? And I see women compromise a lot in order to, to, to be, get a marriage uh, because it's, it's what they feel they have to do for safety, for security, for settling down. But it's, it's you know, months down the line, years down the line, it can become a very lonely place to be because now you're giving the power to your partner to dictate what friends you're allowed to see, what family you're allowed to spend time with, how you're allowed to be in the world, what extra, you know, hobbies or social things you're allowed to do. And suddenly it, it moved from being this love or this, this, this high passion to being a relationship of control. And if your partner is controlling um, any, any aspects of your life, if you're changing anything about yourself for your partner, then you have lost a sense of yourself in this relationship. How much of this can be attributed to one's age or stage in life in terms of whether or not they'll lose sight of who they are in a relationship? I think it's definitely uh, when you're younger and you don't know what to expect from a relationship and you have these fantasies of what you think relationships should be, uh, you definitely aren't sure and you compromise a lot because you don't have any experience to tell you what is okay and what is not okay in terms of boundaries. But, you know, as you start going older and through different relationships, you start to get very clear about what you don't want to put up with, what you will put up with, what isn't okay, what is okay, because now you have experience. So I think people, by the time they get to their 40s, are a lot clearer about not leaving themselves in a relationship mm. because they know about relationship and how it works. But, um, you know, I also don't want to generalize. I think it, it depends on the types of relationships you keep choosing for yourself. And throughout your life, different life experiences are going to impact you in a way that your needs of a relationship are going to be different from what they were when you were younger. So, it, yeah, life stages depend on what's going on and, uh, and your age can definitely have an impact on how much you are willing to sacrifice yourself for a relationship. So give us then, in terms of direction, what, what do we need to be mindful of in terms of not losing sight of who we are in relationships? So I think it's, it's small things. So I think in the, in the beginning, it's, it's, first of all, it's, do you know who you are? Do you, and, and what I mean by that is, do you know what your desires are, your dreams are? Do you know what your needs are and how you want them to be met? What are your life priorities in terms of work, in terms of family, in terms of friends, in terms of things you want to get done with your life? What are your belief systems around all things? It's having a, a, a very strong relationship with yourself, which whether you're in a relationship or not, that is the relationship that matters the most. Mm. So make sure that you're in that state of, of really being clear within yourself of who you are. Uh, it's not leaving yourself means having boundaries from the very beginning. So the minute some behavior creeps in, uh, that is your, your partner expecting you to change for them, you have to, in that moment, be willing to put your foot down and go, it's not happening. This is who I am. And if you don't like it, then we're not going to be in a relationship because I'm not changing who I am to be with you. So it's, the minute the behavior happens, as early on as you can, you've got to learn to put boundaries in place and, and say when something is not okay. 
the big thing, and you mentioned it earlier, that everybody does, is they kind of give up their friendships a bit when a new love walks into their life. And men and women both do this. Mm. That the, the new partner becomes the be-all and end-all, and the friends don't hear from them anymore. Be very careful of doing that. You have to make time every week for your friends. And don't be too quick to absorb each other's friendship groups. It's important to have separate development in a relationship. So keep your friend. I mean, of course, you can do things together, but but don't be. You know, have your time alone with your friends, and your partner must have their time alone with their friends. So make sure you are keeping um, a stronghold on your family and friends who know who you are, and they're the ones who'll be able to tell if you are starting to change or you are starting to compromise yourself, because often you can't see it in yourself. Well, on that so topic, really, uh, sorry, Leah, because of, of you know taking time to absorb each other's friends. But now we're in social media. His friends now follow me. Is it okay for me to follow them back, or must we have a conversation before that? It's a very good question, um, and I think it's important to have a conversation because I've seen this flare up a lot. You know, why are you following my friend? Do you like her? Does it mean you're having a relationship? Are you cheating on me? This happens a lot when you're following your partner's friendship groups. So I think it's, it's just, you know, the, uh, honesty is really, really important in, mm. in not losing yourself. So the minute something comes up, just address it with your partner. Don't keep things hidden. But, um, but keep, when I, that's another way to bring boundaries in, is, is keep the appropriateness of relationships um, at the top of your awareness at all times. Mm. Like, is my partner okay with me friending this person on social media because it's actually their friendship group? And, and what signal does that send? Or what sign does that send? So it's a good point. And, uh, yeah, always discuss it with your partner. Okay. And, and, and have your own life. You know, have your own life that is not, does not revolve around your partner. Don't give up things that you love doing. Um, if your partner doesn't like them or your partner thinks they're silly, it's, so what? It's your life. You keep doing what you want to do. So, you know, the hobbies that you do, the people that you see, the things you like to do uh, socially, don't let that stuff slip. That stuff makes you who you are, and that's what that person fell in love with. So keep doing all of that stuff to keep yourself aware of yourself at all times. So self-love messaging, that's been so heightened everywhere we tune in, whether it's a radio, whether it's social media or the television. Uh, even movies are all about self-love and, and that message uh, being you know, heightened. How do we not go to extremes with this, where we don't love to serve our partner, but we get selfish in a regressive way? We're not moving forward. Yeah, it can it can slip into becoming too focused on the self. You know, but the point of being in a relationship is a shared um, experience, and it's bearing witness to each other's lives. So, it's focusing on the partner every day in a simple check-in with each other. You know, at the end of the day, whether you live together or don't live together, you can just check in and how was your day? How are you doing? Is there anything I can support you with? It's it's just letting your partner know that you are you're there for them, you support them, you you want to see them win and checking in with them to see how they are feeling and, and what is going on. So be very careful of always making your conversations about yourself. Mm. That when your partner checks in, it's all about me, me, me all the time. Um, make sure that there's a balance of 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 the energy in both directions. And and be brave enough to say to your partner, you've been spending so much time on yourself and you seem to only be focusing on yourself at the moment. Let's bring that focus back to we instead of I. Okay.
So your final thoughts then? Just uh, stay close to friends and family. They know who you are. And uh, in any relationship, they are going to be the first ones to see the changes happening in an unhealthy way. So keep the people who know you the best closest in your life. Be honest from the very beginning. Have very strong boundaries. And, and also have fun. That's what relationships are about in the beginning. Let's end with a question uh, from one of our listeners. Uh, Leah, we'll listen on a vo- uh, to a voice note. Love, 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 love. Good morning, SAFM. What a beautiful topic. Uh, it's very easy to start to begin with. It's very beautiful thing to start with love. But sustaining love is one of the most difficult component of life. Usually many fails if you sustain love on the gives and takes. Because as much as both of you fail to strike the balance of who should compromise on that, who should compromise on this, you feel deprived of this, you, you feel disadvantaged of this, uh, that's where the strength, the strength begins and heartbreaks can start developing from there. So I think you need to balance like your give and takes and understanding each other and at least be intentional with it. All right, I guess it was a comment and not a question there. Uh, he's touching on what you already have earlier. Yes, so that's, uh, it's taking time to really get to know each other. You know, you don't know this person that you've just met. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's finding that balance and learning about the other person and what their needs are and teaching them about yourself. You're both coming with patterns from previous relationships that may not work. So it's important to have these discussions up front to go, this is what I'm not willing to compromise on. This is what my non-negotiables are. But this is what I would really love. Um, so it's it's really a, a thing of teaching each other where the lines are. Um, and he's right, you know, there's got to be an equal exchange. There's got to be a balance between the conversations, between the needs being met in any relationship. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this Wednesday. We appreciate your time. Can you share your social media handles? I'm sure it's at Leah C4 on, across all platforms and uh, Leah.C4 on Instagram. Thanks and happy Wednesday. Thanks, Asanda. You too. Bye. By Leah Sefo, relationship expert. Let's take a short break here on SFM Sound Awake and then we'll talk about the baby home in the Durban North.